welcome back to Limbach Unlocked. How do people make a difference in an organization? For many, it's by joining an employee resource group, or an ERG. These groups gather together based on shared characteristics and life experiences, but they're open to anyone, and they provide support, they enhance career and personal development, and they create a sense of belonging. One of our leaders in the Florida business units took it upon herself to do just that for the company's Hispanic population and those who want to ally with and support this people group. Adalmus Roman joins us today to talk about what it takes to start an ERG and how hers has been a success. I'm Katie Mystery. Let's get started, shall we? Welcome, Adamus. It's so good to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, Kate. So I want to start with just a little bit about who you are, um, your work background, your life experience. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, work background, 12 years of experience in the construction industry, over 10 years of experience in HR. My first job was a summer job when I was a receptionist in a construction company. I really think that's what I felt the love, fall in love with the industry word. Every day was different and you have the opportunity to interact with so many people from different backgrounds in a daily basis. I don't think you hear that very often that you fall in love with the construction industry. <laughs> so I love it. I know, that. right? It's kind of <laughs> odd, but hey, <laughs> every day is different. Yeah. Um, on the personal background, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. Uh, where I completed my bachelor degree in psychology and my master's degree in human services. Mm. I moved to Arizona where I witnessed the impact of segregation mm. the first time of my life in the cultural background. Um, completely different from where I was coming from, from Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah. At that time, the state was actually going through the law 1070, which allowed the police to check out immigration status without recent to suspect the person to be illegal. Wow. This change made an impact on the Hispanic community, especially on the state. Mm -hmm. My personal experience, most of them were based just on the lack of knowledge of the culture or different perspective on life. Yeah. Um, then I moved to Orlando where my husband and I decided to plant roots and grow our family. Oh my goodness. That's you have a lot of experience to draw from then, especially when we talk about uh, our topic for today, which is the Unidos Employee Resource Group. But I want to just, before we even get there, I want to ask if you'd be willing to share why you moved to Arizona in the first place. Uh, actually, my husband got an offer and that's okay. when we decided to move. Okay. <laughs> and the same thing happened when we moved back to Florida. He got an offer and... And again, there was a lot of struggles on the state, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but we decided to take the chance and, and try Florida and it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you mentioned that there are definitely inherent challenges coming into a different culture. And especially with that law being passed, that's for many of us, that's unbelievable, you know? And so hearing your story, I think sets the stage for a conversation that everybody's experiences in life are different and we need to take time to listen to them. Yep. And I will say that's uh, my personal 
completely personal experience. Um, I don't, I would say that everybody's experience is different. Yeah. No matter where you come from, no matter where you go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely true. And I think that's one of the things that makes your employee resource group so unique. Um, <laughs> and I want to get into Unidos and first of all, the name, how'd you come up with that? And what is this employee resource group or ERG I'll use? Um, what is it all about? The name, uh, I would say it was a team effort. Okay. Uh, on our first meeting, we actually came across like so many names, so many logos. And again, it was a team effort. That's what yeah. we came up with the name. And we wanted something in the logo to represent the Hispanic and not Hispanic community. That's what we decided to put Nidos United in our logo mm-hmm. to just represent both sides and, and include everybody on our group. Wow. All right. So what's the group's purpose and mission? Our purpose is uh, to promote, empower, and diversify the Hispanic culture. Our mission is to create a supportive environment for all our Hispanic employees. And your vision. I know you have a vision too. Yes, uh, to live and work in a more diverse and inclusive environment where we all feel safe, respected, and valued. Oh, my goodness. So to promote, empower, and diversify the Hispanic culture, to create that supportive environment. But you did say that there's Unidos and United in the logo. So who can be a part of this group? <laughs> um, every anybody can be part of this group. Uh, okay. One thing that we full disclaimer: you don't need to only speak Spanish to actually be part of the group. That's one thing we want to put out there. We even have people in our group currently that they don't speak uh, Spanish, mm-hmm. which actually I want to say to uh, give them a chance to learn a few words in Spanish as well. We try yeah. to juggle a lot in Spanish and English in our. Um, meetings and Mm -hmm. just we expose both um, Hispanic and not Hispanic to that to our culture as well yeah and and the group itself you run uh, an event or two right and you're working on things to kind of bring up uh, or bring together the Hispanic community but also to bring together non-Hispanic peoples to really support the Hispanic community so can you talk a little bit about that our main event, it's uh, like we did last year, the Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, which run from September 15 to October 15. Uh, for 2023, we're already starting to plan that month. and We're extremely excited what it's we're planning yeah. ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then uh, we definitely are working to partnership with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Central Florida. And wow. eventually we want to provide Spanish to English classes to our employees. So we're working in currently in different proposals to not only celebrate the month, it's just provide all the resources mm-hmm. and support the community as well. Right. I mean, I'm kind of interested in English to Spanish classes. So could we get that role in too? Is that uh, too much to ask? <laughs> let's start with Spanish to English first. Okay. All right, <laughs> but English fair. to Spanish is on never right here as well. That is fair. You know, one thing I think is really interesting, um, the United States of America does not have an official language. Like France, the official language is French, right? But the U.S., our official language is not English. And so I find it interesting when people are like, well, we gotta, you got to speak American, you got to speak English. Well, wait a minute. The whole point of the U.S. is a melting pot or a mixing bowl of cultures and languages, right? And actually, I think Spanish 
might be, I think it's English and then Spanish right underneath it in the, in terms of who speaks what language in the U.S. Like they're right, they're neck and neck. Yep. And you have all the variety of language of people that have been immigrated for different state, which is, which is another thing that we want Unidos to be again. Yes, we concentrate on Hispanic, but we want all Latinos and and just people that want to get involved, be part of the group. Yeah. I love that. So what inspired you to kick off this group? I mean, it's a, you have a day job, right? So (laughs) this is extra work. Why do it? I think the need of educated to have a safe, safe space Mm -hmm. to embrace our Hispanic community. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this, but as part of the Hispanic Heritage Month um, for the Hispanic Start Association organization, they share more of the 2020 census. Mm -hmm. And one of four children in the United States are Hispanic. Wow. Florida is actually one of the five states with high Hispanic population. Hmm. 40% of the United States workforce is Spanish. And 30%, it's actually from the construction industry. No way. I mean, I don't doubt it. That's just, those (laughs) statistics are crazy. (laughs) Yep. So I think that and the impact, um, even on our company, like in 2022, we have 1,505 employees, which 10% of those are Hispanic or Latinos. Wow. So Unidos, we want to just create a fun space to celebrate our culture, to create a more diverse and inclusive company. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a fantastic inspiration to, to start this group, to get it, you know, off the ground. It takes a lot of work, I know, and we'll talk a little bit about, about that, but um, some of the statistics you mentioned are really hitting me because (laughs) I don't think people, I think we know you know, that when we look around that, oh yeah, there are people that are different from me or you, but until you hear the numbers, you're like, oh my goodness, this is so exciting to see <laughs> and know that there are people out there who have different experiences. And I think that's that reason alone is inspiration to start an employee resource group. So I applaud you for that. That's, it's fantastic. Thank you again. Um, this has been a team effort. There have been a yeah. lot of people that help support this um, ERG and make it a reality. And I'm grateful for all of them. I don't want to mention all the names because I don't want to miss anybody. But I gotcha. There is a lot of people that supported the group and make it a reality. Well, so then let me ask you, how did people get involved in the group initially? And then now, now that you've been in existence for about a year, how do people get involved now? I will say be an advocate. There are so many different ways, but mm-hmm. I will start saying be an advocate of the vision of the group. Okay. Uh, promote our ERG in the branch. Mm-hmm. Um, communicate that this is a resource not only for new employees, even for current employees that maybe mm-hmm. are it's not they're not aware of it. Yeah. Our employees can participate in the events, um, even including the meetings. We actually meet. Um, once a month, like every second Friday of each month from one to three, mm-hmm. we do it in person or virtually. Mm-hmm. They can send us emails to the to our Unidos email, which is unidos at limbaking.com okay. to express an interest, even to send us ideas or initiatives mm-hmm. that they want to see from the group. Um, and a reminder, again, they don't need to speak Spanish in order to be part of the group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you started this in our uh, Florida Orlando business unit to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. And 
And what was that process like to get people involved at the get-go? I will say um, just one-on-one conversations with employees, Mm -hmm. um, express the vision and the mission that we wanted to provide, Mm -hmm. just get people engaged. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk with our employees, express what we want to do. And, and a lot of people, like I said, were involved and they bought in. (laughs) Yeah. My goodness. How, how big is your group right now? Uh, Right now we actually have 15 active members. Holy cannoli. (laughs) That's a lot of people. (laughs) That's a lot of people. And that's a big ripple across the company, because like you said, there's the Hispanic heritage month. And so you are I mean, I think last year we had over a hundred participants in your events, some of your events. Yes. We were excited about it and we're looking forward for this year as well. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So that kind of leads me to my next question, which is all about measuring the impact of, you know, your mission and your vision to support, to draw attention to this group. Um, How do you do that? How are you going to measure the influence of Unidos? Um, we actually have provided different metrics. One of them was like the number of employees per year that we mm-hmm. are like not involved in the group, like employees, like company wise. Last year, like I mentioned, it was 10%. We're looking what it's going to be for 2023. We're excited about it. Nice. The average of the employees that are, like I said, they're active members. Like we started 2022 with 10 members. And right now we actually have 15 members that are mm-hmm. not only in our Central Florida branch. We have um, people in both in Ohio and New England representatives wow. as well. And then survey our employees and see where is their feedback. Um, yeah. Members or not members, any employees that actually want to provide the, the feedback of how they feel in the group is doing, which that's extremely important for us. Wow. And do you have, I mean, I'm sure you've collected testimonials from people, but have there been any stories, whether it's from outside the group or internally in the group about how the ERG has really impacted them personally? So recently I actually heard for someone that it was looking to be recruited and they saw our page, um, what we did on the Hispanic uh, Heritage Month. And they actually mentioned that make a difference to become part of the company and come on board, which for us, that was a huge accomplishment. And and we're so grateful that that this group is actually making an impact for Mm -hmm. employees and and their organization as well. Yeah, employees and future employees and (laughs) their (laughs) families too. I mean, it has a wide, it casts a wide net. And I part of part of me asking that is because I know that you fold into the embrace forum which is um that's that's the I guess the governing body of our diversity and inclusion efforts how does what's your relationship with the embrace forum look like how does Unidos work as an employee resource group within embrace Embrace actually, like you said, it's an umbrella for all the mm-hmm. ERGs. So we basically meet with them, um, just provide information of yeah. what any initiative that we're doing, and they help us cascade that information as well. Okay. Um, and support the team in any way uh, they can help as well. Yeah. Okay. See, that's helpful to know because I think 
one thing that um, employees and people even not not a part of our organization, but just any listeners that we have to this podcast may want to know, well, how do I make a difference in my organization or how do I get involved? Well, I think it helps to have that umbrella group that can, you know, take some of your initiatives, your ideas and cascade them upstream, downstream too. So I'm, I'm hopeful that it's, I'm hopeful that that's a case with embrace and the ERGs we have here. Yes. Yeah. So, so then on a grander scale, why are ERGs important for our organization? What do they do for us? (laughs) Provide a different perspective, uh, promote a sense of inclusion, a positive outcome to the employee experience. I will say that's our recap. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to just say something I've heard from people or seen in our company surveys, and I'd love your, love your hot take on this. Um, Some, some folks may feel that an ERG actually creates division because it pulls away people and like, it's just like-minded people. But you're saying here, actually an ERG provides a different perspective, but it still promotes a sense of inclusion. So tell me how we can reconcile those two ideas. I will say to attend, attend, be part of an ERG, participate in the event, will give you another perspective. Okay. Um, Will, that will be including everybody you have the chance to participate if you are identified as that group or not yeah yeah um and that will make an impact not only that like as an employees our corporate values the weaker we will be mm-hmm. representing each other being part of those groups regardless so, again if you identify it or not as yeah. in this case it's panic <laughs> right right so it's the whole don't knock it till you try it kind of concept there I like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So uh, along these same lines, we talk about how important um, ERGs are, how important Unidos is for our organization. How would you encourage others to start an ERG or participate in one if they're interested? Anyone that is willing to make a difference in our company and the community. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we discussed before, there's a lot of ways to be part of the ERG to be an advocate, to promote the group, to participate on the events. Um, If you're willing to make a difference, not only for our company and the community, it it will be good (laughs) to be part of a group. It will give you a different perspective. So it starts with someone who who cares, like you said, who embodies our core values and wants, wants to make that difference. Yes. I mean, if that's what it takes, a lot of us out there could go start an ERG or participate in one. So that's our call to action right now. Um, And Adalmas, I have one last question for you because we are winding down on our time. um, And it, it doesn't really have anything to do with what we've talked about. Of course, you know, I had to throw in something kind of weird and fun into our conversation, but I want to just end with this fun segment called the situation room. And actually it does relate kind of because we've been talking about groups today and people working together. So it's only right that I ask you to answer a prompt that has to do with a group of people. 
Okay, ready? Okay. Kind of. <laughs> okay. All right, here's the situation. You are the emperor or empress of a small island nation. Okay, congratulations. Mm -hmm. And you can pick any three people from present day or history to come and live on your island. Who do you choose and why? I'll give you some time to think. Katie, that's not easy to answer. No, it is not. <laughs> it's not easy to answer, but you could choose, even if it's one person, one person that you admire or think would be fun to come live on your island nation. <laughs> I will say I will pick something religious, mm -hmm. someone that represents my religion. I will pick someone that represents politics. Ooh. And I actually will pick someone that actually embraces people culture. So that will be my three three topics without mentioning names <laughs> i'll take it and i just feel like adamas for president like that's just you're thinking about the whole like governing fairly i can see it right now <laughs> i think it's just as important to bring different perspective different backgrounds different groups will give you a new perspective to actually lead that island by example mm -hmm. yeah again adamas for president <laughs> um i'd vote for you so I want to thank you for spending some time talking to me about this really important topic and about this wonderful group that we have at our company. I'm sure we will talk more, but I'm hoping that our listeners will be on the lookout for some information about Unidos and how they can get involved. And um, you'll see that on our social media. You'll see that internally. So there are ways to make a difference here. So Adamus, thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you so much, Kate, for the time and the opportunity. Idalmas took initiative, along with a team of other like-minded people, to make a difference here. She and others are living out our We Care core value through Unidos. And she invites you along in that journey. Catch you next time on Limbach Unlocked.